0: Welcome to Benedettiville, folks. I'm Jen Benedetti, and I'm here with the whole family. we got Elias, Eliana, Stella, Emmeline, and my sister, Rebecca Hirsch, in the studio today. Say hi, folks.
1: Hi, Hi,
0: folks. And we have a wonderful show coming up for you. We are looking forward to summertime, and sometimes... Summertime makes us think of reading books and sipping lemonade on a blanket under the shade of a tree, and we've got lots of book recommendations, and we're we're talking about reading and um, how reading can just take you away on a little staycation here, and including um, today in this episode, we've got wonderful interviews and some fantastic music that we want to share with you, and we will do all of this, but first... A message from
1: our sponsor. Hey, I'm a raccoon. As the only raccoon of petaluma that can speak English, I was nominated to come on the radio to bring you this public service announcement. And we, the raccoons of Sonoma County, were here a long time before you were. You built your houses where we used to live. Yeah, that's right. We are native to North America. I don't think that most of you are. We used to just sit back and hunt on the bugs and the fruits and the nuts and the fish, and then you all came in with your bulldozers and your horses and your neighborhoods and your garbage cans. And that's fine. We are very adaptable. We raccoons. We are very clever folks. We can roll with the wheel of time. Our main issue is this. On the odd occasion, when we're throwing a party or maybe we have a couple of guests over and we want to treat them to something special, we will go ahead and have a look at your garbage. Maybe we make a mess. Maybe trash gets all over your yard. Maybe you don't like having to clean it up. Sure. Well, we're sorry. It doesn't happen very often, and it's not the end of the world. But hey, okay, we're sorry, all right? But maybe we liked the trees that were here before your house was, alright? And maybe life was a lot simpler and quieter and safer for us before you started smashing animals up all the time in your big giant car. And maybe we don't like having to clean up the garbage that you leave on the trails and in the forest and in the streams when you go on your hikes with your friends. So, let's keep a little perspective here, okay? We are raccoons. We like to eat things and we like to eat trash. You guys are humans. You like to make trash. Stop getting all bent out of shape when we act like raccoons and we'll try to deal with you all when you're, you're acting raccoon. like humans. Is a deal? Okay, well, listen, now the Ringtail Chickens and his family out off the Sunny Slope and Penaluma are going to have a lot of family coming to town for so General Pomez's birthday is coming Tuesday. So you can expect some trash cans to be raided. Now just take a deep breath and look out at your human empire stretching from sea to sea. And maybe, yeah, just maybe, you can give this one night, this one trash can this one morning of picking up trash to the raccoons, okay? Alright, see you around.
2: This announcement has been paid for by the Trustworthy Raccoon Association of Sonoma Homeowners, also known as
1: Trash.
0: All right. Well, we'd like to um, give a shout-out to little uh, Gomez Raccoon there and hope he had a happy birthday this weekend and hope there wasn't too much trash to pick up there on the sunny slope drive out in in Petaluma. We are back in the studio. It is Sunday, a beautiful Sunday in Petaluma, and part of our small-town adventure this week is exploring reading and the books we have in our community and one of those lovely places is copper fields in downtown Petaluma. And Benedettiville has something going on there, brand new, a family reading club. And we're hoping that people will get excited about us and joining in us in reading a couple of books this summer. Um, Elias, Eliana, you guys like to read? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? What are some books that, that you have read recently that you enjoy?
3: Um... The names are like the yeah sure, sure. give
0: us some names some I recommendations.
3: I like Apprentice and uh, I read a book called The Land of Stories. Yeah, Eliana. Um, I like a book called Mr. Pudgeons and one called Ragweed, and I like fiction books.
0: Yeah, would you would you guys recommend Mr. Pudgeons and Ragweed and Land of Stories and and um, what was the other one, Elias? Rangers Apprentice. Yeah, would you guys recommend those to I, other youth your age? I yeah. would.
3: I tried to read his books, but some of the words were too hard for me. So, you so there are different books for different ages. But for my age, I
0: and how old are you, Eliana? Nine. And Elias? Eleven. Nice. Well, we've got uh, Patty Norman. Our lovely um, um, book expert down at Copperfield Books, and um, Gio went in and had a little talk with her, and, and they've uh, they've set up a, a sweet little Benedettiville Family Book Club down there at Copperfields. Um, let's let's listen in and um, hear what Gio and Patty have to say. Okay.
2: So, here I am, downtown Petaluma, at Copperfields Books, and the idea that we had at Benedettiville was, what if there were some fun books that we could all read as a family? Picture books and read-aloud books. And we thought, well, we just don't know what those books would be. And then we thought, we know the person who would know what those books would be, and that would be Patty Norman. That's why I'm here. Hi, Patty. Hi, Gia. Uh, Thanks for helping us out here. So the idea would be for there to be a picture book that we could all read and that the parents are going to enjoy and the kids are going to enjoy.
4: Okay, sounds good.
2: And then part two is a book that we could read aloud to the kids.
4: Oh, perfect. I've got two great suggestions. Awesome. What do we got? Okay, so the E.B. White Read-Aloud Award, which is given every year, E.B. White won or wrote Charlotte's Web. Yeah. And every year they give one for the best read aloud book this year, just awarded this week. Seriously. Seriously? The Wolf*. The Duck and the Mouse got the E.B. White Read Aloud Award for 2018 and it is really fun oh my goodness so that would be my recommendation for a picture book great illustrations love story I'm gonna have fun okay my chapter book one of my favorite ever is called Twice Go Out by Emily Jenkins who also writes for teens it's so funny it's about three critters Monkey the Buffalo, Stingray the Stingray, and Plastic, who's not quite sure what she is. And their adventures in the house. They're worried about the dryer, whose name is Frank. Tuck Tuck is the towel <laughs> on the bathroom floor. Tuck Tuck knows everything. And oh, my it's goodness. So fun. There's three in this series. This is the first one. I honestly love these books.
2: Um, I'm really excited. That is yeah, great. Okay. Nice. So, if anybody wants to join our Benedettiville uh, family book club, those are our first two books. And then we'll read them as a family. And then the fun part is that we'll talk about what we think about them. Uh, on this next week two weeks I don't know how long is it going to take to get through them not that long we don't know (laughs) Um, thanks Patty and then when we need more books can we come back and ask you again
4: always awesome
2: thanks so much you're welcome thank you so long bye bye
4: What are
0: your favorite kinds of books to read?
3: Well, I like sort of adventure fantasy stories because they're really fun to read, and I really like imagining what's happening in the story because it gives you kind of like a new window into something else rather than just what's happening around you. Uh, I like nonfiction books because you get to learn about a lot of stuff, and some of the things that you get to learn about are like creepy. Some of them they... Are actually, kind of cool, that's why I like it. Um, they're just really fun to read. Um, I really like um, realistic fiction and I like fantasy because it's like really, um, it takes you to like a whole other story that you've never even known there is. That's what I like.
0: So, there's lots of different kinds of books out there, genres of books, and we want to know what do you like? What kind of books are you into? What, what? What kind of books would you recommend to other folks your age? You can call us here at the Debbie and, and Small Town Adventures here at KPCA. You can call in at the studio. We would love to talk to you. Our phone number is 707-981-7577. That's 707-981-7577. And we're looking forward to to getting your calls hopefully today somebody's listening and somebody's going to call in and um and tell us about something that they read recently in a book that they would recommend and um and while we're at it talking about books and whatnot Gio went down to the library and he did a little investigation on the library bookshelves so let's listen in now as um Gio investigates the library
1: Hi, everybody. I'm in the library, so we have to talk very quietly.
5: The library has a summer reading program called Reading Takes You Everywhere. I thought that sounded fishy, so I'm doing an investigation. I'm going to pull out four books from random places in the library and see if I can go everywhere. It's called Daughter of Eden by Chris Beckett. No pictures, so I gotta read it to figure out where I am. Well, I'm in the circle of stones. there's like something like an eagle talking. And it says, don't be afraid we're your cousins, we come from Earth. That's pretty awesome. Okay, well, that was a place I've never been before. So, that was really exciting. I don't know what vehicles are. And I've never been to a Circular stones before. Alright, let's go find another book. Okay, I found a book. It's called My Name is Red. Someone named Olahan Amuk. Let's see, it. uh, it's gonna take us everywhere. Opening it up, random page. Uh-huh. The Sultan has decreed, said the that the, the book in question it should be finished as soon as possible. Why is the book of the festivities? So, there's an imperial guardian here, there's a Sultan. It's about games, all kinds of games, card games, sports games. I'm going to pick up a book called The 34-Ton Bat: A Story of Baseball by Steve Russian. russian I don't know Since you're taking it <laughs> <laughs> off, so cool. Well, in the Dodgers' offices at Ebbets Field. I've never been here. I don't even know what Dodgers' office this is. It looks beautiful. This is amazing. There's people down here named Charlie Gibson. A guy named Phil. Wow. There's a guy named. Of- I was trying to put it down, but it was actually too interesting to just put down that way. Do you know how many books are in this library? There's like a bazillion. And every single one will pick you a different place. I've already found three, and I've been in all these different places. We'll do one more. We'll go over to the kids' section. Pick one out of the kids' section. And uh, i pick like a book that is called. what's oh, good here. This book is called Maccoons. So yellow kettle also is a perfectionist about the texture and the flavor of the pemmican she made. I don't know who yellow kettle is. she's sounds interesting, and I don't know what pemmican is, but I would love to know what it tastes like and what the texture is. I don't know where I am. is a person, by the way. I'm just turn that out. How to leave enemy territory? This is very exciting never been around the territory before. And being taken everywhere, literally. Well, consider this experiment a 100% success, I think we did a good job testing our theory and staying very quiet and quiet at the library at the same time. Reading takes you everywhere. True wrong.
0: Awesome! Reading takes you everywhere. Has anybody been to the library recently? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you guys go to the Sebastian Library, I'm assuming. You're um, yeah. And the yeah. Rohnert Park Library. Oh, and um, you, you, and you like it? You check out books. You're... Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, I highly recommend going to the Petaluma Library because there is a beautiful display right now of some artwork done by some Loma Vista students that is totally inspiring. And there, it's um, I Am Poetry with these photographs. And they just did a really great job with that. And that's on display right now at the Petaluma Library. And then um, the, Petal- the all the Sonoma County libraries are kicking off, like, summer reading clubs. starts June 1st at 1030 in the morning. And it's pretty much like a party at the library every Friday at 1030 in the morning. They got something going on from petting pythons, like real deal pythons, to like didgeridoo music and um, and hip-hop and stuff. It's, it's pretty impressive. Um, and while we are on the subject of books and reading, we got a caller, folks. Somebody's calling in to the radio studio. And we're going to try and patch them in here. So I just I, let's see. I push this button and I push this button here, yeah. and then we we say hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, hello. hello. Yeah, yeah. I,
6: I am I am I on the air? Did you I are? call the radio station?
0: You're on the air. This Hi. is really exciting.
6: Hi, Jen. Hey, guess what? Guess what? This is Geo. This is Gio.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness, Geo. Where are you driving right now? Are you, you calling from the road?
6: I'm calling from the road. Hi, family. How you guys are doing?
3: Hi, G. This is so cool.
0: This is our first caller. This is amazing.
6: I didn't even know we had a phone number at the radio station.
0: This is awesome. <laughs> Yay. Um,
6: yeah. so. I'm, in the, I'm in the tour van right now. We're on I-5 south. Uh, we're passing a Chevron station and what looks like uh, lots of maybe almond trees.
0: Um, sounds like a uh, I five. Yeah.
6: Not, ex- not exciting. <laughs> it's <laughs> I five stuff.
0: Well, Gio, we are asking, uh, Petaluma and the, and the greater community of listeners, um, listening to us online, if they have read any good books lately and what they might recommend for a uh, summer reading.
6: Um, comic books, kind of any comic book. Comic books are great. I've been reading a lot of comic books and if you don't know what comic books to get, you just go. Find a comic book shop or a bookstore and then ask them, say, hey, this is the stuff that I like. Uh, I'd like to get a comic book because a wise man on the radio told me that they're great. That's And then wonderful. the great booksellers will be able to direct you to an appropriate book, and I'm sure you'll love it because comic books are wonderful.
0: Are there some uh, comic book stores where there are friendly comic book curators that you would recommend?
6: Absolutely. Petaluma has Brian's Comics, which is Um, which is a comic book store that is wonderful, and it's underground, so watch for Trolls. And then Copperfield also sells um, some graphic novels.
0: Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, Oh, my goodness. It is so good to hear your voice. It's so good that you're actually here in the studio with us. Um, It's really
6: fun to be on the radio.
0: (laughs) It's really fun to answer the phone on the radio. Uh, But, and um, we maybe uh, we'll we'll check back in with you in in a minute. Right now, we're gonna hear some new Can I music. To go on to the next thing. Yeah, we're gonna hear some new music uh, by the band uh, Secret Agent Twenty Three Skidoo. Um,
6: okay. Uh, well, it's time to go on to the next thing. I think.
0: Thank you, Gio. We're going.
1: Uh, Mr. Narrator, you're on at five, and remember, we're on a tight schedule. All right, so
7: just keep to the script and keep to your time allotment, okay? Ha! Huh. Yes, of course. I am a professional narrator. My gracious. Okay, right, right on then. Okay, well, we're on at five, four, three. <clears throat> Welcome, dear radio listeners. I am a professional narrator. It will be my great and wonderful privilege to narrate to you during this next very strictly timed radio segment a most wonderful story in this my melodious and velvet-toned voice. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I spin you a tale. Let us begin the tale of Ramsey Waxworth, the only girl ever to actually ride a hippogriff. Once upon a time... Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm very sorry, but as a dutiful narrator, it would not be fair for me to continue until we have explained what a hippogriff is. How in the deuce could you want to listen to a story called the tale of Ramsey Waxworth, the only girl ever to actually ride a hippogriff, if you were unclear... As to what the hippogriff was, huh? Well, it's a good thing you're in the hands of a capable and professional narrator. Uh, Not some amateur clown narrator person bumbling his way through a story without explaining hippogriffs or anything. (laughs) Why, that's what we narrators do. We explain. A hippogriff, dear listeners, is a cross between a horse, a lion, and an eagle, or a horse and a griffin, which is, of course, part lion and part eagle itself. The name is derived from the Greek word hippos, meaning horse, and griff, as in griffin. Now that you have it in your mind's eye, and that important detail has been settled, let us yes. begin. Okay, finally, here we go. Ahem. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Ringsey Waxworth. She lived with her grandparents in a small town near the ocean. Her parents had disappeared mysteriously three years ago. They had, quite literally, disappeared. Ramsey, who was seven years old at the time, saw it all. They were eating dinner, and then there was a soft poof sound. And in a tiny puff of gray smoke, her parents disappeared. Just like that. Ramsey remembered them as looking surprised as they poofed away. The police and investigators, of course, had no leads. The police and investigators, of course, didn't believe in magic, and they didn't believe Ramsey. Ramsey was now ten, and in an ongoing effort to find her parents, she had taken to the pursuit and study of magic, real magic. Her grandparents were of the mysterious, twinkly-eyed sort, and so they were very helpful and had a number of books in their very large library devoted to the study, practice, and history of real magic." When Ramsey wasn't in school or practicing her cello, she was reading, studying, and working on her very real magic. On that fateful day... You know what? I'm I'm very sorry, but I cannot continue this story in good faith. I've just said so much about the story, but there are so many details that have been left out. I mean, what kind of author are we really dealing with here? I mean, what kind of careless writer tosses characters into a world without any context or details, without explaining things? (laughs) Well, it's a good thing you're in the hands of a professional narrator. Yes, A good thing you're in the confident and capable hands of a traditional, dyed-in-the-wool-back-to-basics-let's-explain-things-narrator. Now, let's go back and fill in some of the gaping, terrible gaps in this story, shall we? I'm sure you're just as eager to hear the details as I am to narrate them. Now, as we go back and... Ah, yes, it says here that she lives with her grandparents. Well, what about them? Do they even have names? Are they tall? Short, fat, bald, dapper, farmers, giraffes? Does he have a beard? Is the grandmother the kind that bakes delicious cookies and likes the garden? Does the grandfather smoke a pipe? Let's provide the details, please, Mr. Lazy Author. And next, the story goes on to say that our heroine, Ms. Ramsey Waxworth herself, and these featureless grandparents live in a small town near the ocean. Well what ocean? On what continent? What country? There's such neglect by an author shameful. Uh, That shameful Are we in China, Brazil, Morocco Australia, Antarctica, Canada, Tanzania Where is this town? What's it like? The author here has obviously Neglected to supply these absolutely Essential details, but worry not As a professional narrator I am licensed to provide details And to explain situations That may otherwise be quite confusing So, let us fill in these gaps Shall we? Ramsey Waxworth lived with her grandparents who were named, let's say, Bruce and Susan Waxworth. And Bruce was a kind, wrinkled old man with a tuft of white hair on each side of his bald head. He smoked a pipe and he loved to play checkers. His favorite color was. His favorite color was blue. His wife, Susan Waxworth, was a full foot taller than Bruce, who was rather short and round. She wore spectacles for reading and had a head of bright red curly hair, which she had dyed every week. She loved to play the accordion and to cook very spicy foods. They lived in a town called uh, Dugan's Beach. It was a small town, only 200 or so people, and most of them were fisher folk who lived by what the ocean provided. Cypress trees reached their twisted and clawing limbs over cliffs and seagrass Covered hills. The general store in the town was stocked with groceries. It was a peaceful, quiet and pleasant place. 30 seconds left. 30 seconds. Wait, wait what? Yeah, that's th- what? I 30 seconds left. Well, I protest. It. What kind of wicked story is this? To leave it unfinished okay, only because of the laziness and the terrible and writing of this crooked audience, it's not fair. But, but I had to give context and details. Why, it is the very work of a great narrator to explain things. And it is also the great work of every great narrator to, to finish the story. Yes, I must finish the story. Okay, very well, uh, very well. The very short version. Please forgive the lack of details. Blame it on the author and not on this poor, mistreated, and yet still very, very professional and talented narrator. Uh, uh, one day, Ramsey cast a spell and a hippogriff appeared, and they became friends. The hippogriff flew her to a magical land of gonf, where her parents were imprisoned by a wicked sorcerer. Oh. Ramsey's magic and her hippogriff triumphed over the sorcerer, and then they all flew home together and lived happily ever after. One. The end.
1: Whew. Okay, that's a wrap, folks.
2: What a total mess. Let's go on to the next thing.
0: What are your favorite kinds of stories to read?
3: I usually like science fiction, because I feel like it's cool to just summarize what might happen in the future. And I really like science, and I kind of like it, because it can be like fantasy mixed with the real world, so it could actually happen.
8: County. I am Captain Holloman. I'm a proud member of the Ash Region Sonoma County chapter. Just recently moved here from the Ash Region Sandusky, Ohio chapter. You may not have heard about my average superpowers out here on the West Coast yet, so I thought I'd take this time to let you know what I can do. Let me demonstrate. Uh-huh. See you. There. What do you think I meant by that? You probably thought about the animal. A seal, the little flip. balancing a ball on its head, marking their little seal barks, Slippery the seal, am I right? Ha, well, you were wrong. I was thinking of SEAL, as in, to seal a container or a jar or a bag to close something. Now, even if you had seen the word SEAL written down, there's no way you'd know which meaning I think. SEAL and SEAL are same. they even sound the same. That's the danger that ominous pose to you normal, mortal, average, superhero, powerless people out there. But not me. If you say or write any homonym, I instantly know which meaning it has. Don't ask me how this power works, because I don't know, and neither do any doctors or scientists i have fit to. Change, trip, mark, dash, duck, fair, jam, these tricksy, dangerous words, spell the same, sound the same, but what do they mean? Well, I have. And I can tell you, I can save you from the fearful hominids. My powers also work on homophones, words that are spelled differently but sound the same. Night, night. Minor, minor. Heard, a heard. Great, great, profit, profit. You don't know what I'm talking about because you can't see the letters I use to spell those words. But thanks to my incredibly average superpower, I can tell the difference between a whale and a whale, between an ant and an ant. Don't fear, don't fret. Call the Ash region of Sonoma County chapter and I'll come to your rescue. Unless I'm on staff at the hospital, I'm also a nurse. But otherwise, I'll beat it. So call the Ash region Sonoma County chapter
0: now. Every super girl does stick. That is amazing. Can anybody out there think of any homonyms or homophones that we should be watchful for? Right? So um, if you have a good homonym and you want to share it with us, you can call in now, 707-981-7577, and uh, bring our awareness to these uh, homonyms or homophones that we, we can watch for while we're out on our small-town adventures. Elias and Eliana? You guys been thinking about homonyms and homophones? Do you have any for us? Um,
3: Yeah, I do. I have two homophones. I have watch, like the one on your wrist, or you watch with your eye. And I have
0: store, like you store something in a container or you um, go to the store. Now, those homophones are homonyms. Were we listening to Captain Homonym? I think those are homonyms. They spell the same, sound the same, mean different things. Oh my goodness, where is the captain when we need him? Eliana, what do you got? Um, there's, for a homonym, there's
3: orange. So like an orange, the color, and orange you eat. Mm-hmm. And a hom- homophone, um, I have witch. Okay. Right.
0: Like a witch? Yeah. Like, like a, a witch,
3: like, um, the. The creature, the, the, the person, which? yeah, and then which one? And there's also um, two, like um, there are three of different meanings. There's two like this note is to someone, or two like the number, and to the
0: um, too much, two, yeah, too much, like an overflow, the overflowing to the double O two. Oh, my goodness, those are some good ones. And um, we would love to hear more. 707-981-7577. You can call into KPCA and um, tell us your favorite homonyms or homophones. In the meantime, we sent Puppet Bass Master and our correspondent, Rocco Blastorius, out to... um, Meet up with our friend and local champion of creativity, Josh Windmiller, recently. Josh is the founder of the North Bay Hootenanny. He's the front man for the Crux. He's the Generalissimo of the Railroad Square Music Festival. He's a show promoter, a fun time creator, idea doer, and the voice of our dear own Don Spaghetti in uh, Mission Impossible. And we have. Uh, The opportunity right now to listen in on Rocco and Josh as they catch up and and chit-chat and um, see what Josh has been up to.